Welcome to the Made For More podcast, hosted by yours truly. If you don't know me, hey, I'm Isabel, certified mindset and personal development coach, self-published author, passionate creator, and lover for all things that you can evolve to your highest potential. Here, I share my heartfelt journey amongst many of the lessons that I've learned and am still grasping along the way. Advice and insight on career, money, love, life, peace, and personal fulfillment in every area that you're seeking with. You'll find someone who grew out of her lifestyle that she thought she had to settle for. You'll discover through every episode on this show how I transformed my mindset to truly believing that I was made for more. Are you ready to feel like you're made for more? Stay tuned for every episode with the utmost support and the best lifestyle tips that can attract you to saying yes to yourself. Your story matters. Your dreams matter. Your goals matter. Your happiness matters. You matter. It's time to start turning the page and write a new chapter that awaits for you to show up and make the choice to rewrite your story today. Today, we welcome Marsha Evans, who is a successful manifestation coach who had gotten a doctorate degree in clinical psychology, ditched the corporate lifestyle after years of struggling with burnout and misalignment within her purpose. She decided to go after her calling to teach others the blueprint of attracting the life that you desire. She just came out with a course on this, so feel free to reach out to her at Manifest with Marsha on Instagram. I'm so excited for you guys to hear the highest form of energy within this uplifting and empowering episode, Coach to Coach, based on the hot topics that we discuss involving the crucial points on reevaluating your mindset with wealth and abundance, reframing our beliefs that stemmed from childhood trauma and societal conditioning, to rediscovering the courage to have faith in knowing that the universe always has your back. I'm so excited for you guys to tune into this episode today. It's going to be a great one. I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you, Marsha, for joining me on today's podcast episode. I'm so excited to dive into this topic with you and just get to know you and your background because it's just so special that we came across and I truly believe every person that I bring onto the podcast has a story to share. Tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, what are some key facts about you? It could be simple. It could be about your background. Hey, oh my God. I'm so, so, so <laughs> be here. Like seriously. So let me give um, you some background. So my name is Dr. Marsha Evans. I'm a manifestation coach and I have my doctorate in clinical psychology with a concentration in forensics, and I worked in the prison system for approximately 10 years throughout different states and countries and things like that. And the beginning of 2020, I started to get burnt out for the first time ever, Um, literally right when the pandemic happened in March. So even before the pandemic was a thing, um, really, in the U.S., I left my job because I was just very... I was very overwhelmed. I was depressed. I didn't know what was happening the whole nine, right? So literally within a three-week span, my aunt got sick with COVID. My grandma got sick with COVID. Then my aunt passed away. My grandma passed away. And then I had a near-death situation. And that happened all in three weeks and literally changed my life forever. That moment, those events taught me to... One, don't take life for granted. And two, do do what you want to do. 
do whatever makes you happy. Do what brings you peace, do what brings you joy. And now here we are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I felt so touched by that. You know, I give my severe condolences for your family. Um, but that, that truly is a wake up call, right? Like really makes you wonder like your life and your happiness and, and where you're, you're pinpointing it at, right? Exactly. Exactly. And for me, it was, that was the beginning of my spiritual awakening where like, you know, the, this, this thing called spiritual awakening that you hear all the time. And I'm just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> you know, like what is happening? I am, I'm being pushed and pivoted to something completely different from what I was doing in the, in the prison system to where I am now. And that, that in itself changed, changed my life. So you said you were working at a corporate job. Yeah. Yeah. Were you like comfortable with that job or like, like, how did you feel about your life then? Like what were like some key things that you were experiencing in that element? Right. So I um, immigrated from Jamaica and originally from Connecticut and my mom worked very, very hard, you know, and it was very wired into me to go to school, get a good education because we worked very hard to leave the islands to come here. So you have to have a good education, you know. Um, in addition to having a good education, get a good job, ensure you have 401k, the whole nine, right? So that's what I did. I worked my way all the way up, got my doctorate by 26. Essentially, I, I had my dream job, you know, like I really did want to, um, I really did want to do what I did until um, I started experiencing burnout. And that was, I was just no longer, I was just no longer happy. And for me, that was very hard because work was all I knew. Um, going to school and having all these degrees was all I knew. So being in a space where, you know, you didn't, I didn't know what I was going to do and fearful of what would happen. Should I actually leave? How was I going to manage the bills? I don't have a lot of entrepreneurs around me, so I don't know what I'm doing. And that, that's what happened. Wow. Everything you said was just so powerful because I feel like that's just the stigma that mm -hmm. we all are raised upon wherever we come from, our mm -hmm. ethnicity, um, wherever location, you know, it, it's funny. You said you're from Connecticut too. Mm -hmm. are you from <laughs> I, I live in Connecticut. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <No way. laughs> so funny. So funny. Cause I was talking about that. I really want to move down South as well. Like very mm -hmm. soon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a whole ordeal. And like you said, everyone is, I don't want to say brainwashed, but brainwashed <laughs> yeah. Yeah. around that theme of corporate and you have to make the most money and you have to work your way up the ladder. And I'm just like, so desensitized by it now. Like yeah. I just don't fit in here. <laughs> Well, it's really interesting because I moved to Florida back in 2013 to pursue my doctorate. Oh. And um, I then left Florida. I went to Texas. I went to Dallas, Texas. I left Texas and I went to California, all related to school or training, internship, all of that, and or work. And then I left California because I was like, I didn't, I personally did not like California. Wow. Um, and I came back to South Florida because South Florida for me is, 
I love it. You know, the beach, the weather, people. I just love South Florida, the culture, the different cultures. I just love it. There's not a lot of people that are like, oh my God, you have to work so hard or else kind of thing is more laid back here, slower, slower way of living. And that is more aligned to who I am. I've noticed that the more locations that are surrounded with like beaches and like nature and just more of like a calm relaxation vibe, like a vacational, like touristy place, like Florida, California, all these places have the most like inspiration there. Like people that are more laid back, more like into their creator vibes. Like they're, they're on their own journeys. Right. Right. Versus up here in the cold where it's all winter and it's freezing and it's raining and it's like. But studies have shown that people that live in colder climates like Alaska are more likely to be depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that live in California or people that live in Florida, they're more than likely to have be more happy. Like it's, it's psychology and scientifically proven. So. So going back to where you kind of started your journey, were you ever spiritual at all? Like, were you ever into manifestation? I know people talk about it and there's that type of person that's like, yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) I was that person. (laughs) There's people like us who are now very into it and actually starting to see a difference. So I wasn't a believer. I really wasn't. I was like, you know what? I have to work hard to get what I want. I have to like Mm. give all of me in order for it to come back. And y'all, that's not true. (laughs) i love it (laughs) i love it i love it it's so true i've i've been a victim too of that mindset where you know my dad was very traditional very burnt out very stressed like mortgage week was like do not go around my dad like (laughs) you know bills were always coming and you know, still to this day, like my family has this aura that's like, oh, bills, bills, bills. It's just like a never ending thing of bills. And they're so stressed about it. And I was thinking about this the other day, because I've been doing these like money prompts on like reflecting back on how I viewed money as a kid Mm -hmm. before my parents put this energetic disalignment on it. Right. You know, when we're kids, you know, we have this, like, when you get money from the tooth fairy, it could be as simple as a quarter, it could be a dollar, it could be $20. I was lucky to get $20 sometimes, (laughs) but I thought I was rich and I was like, wow, like, this is amazing. Like, I get to go and buy whatever I want because money always comes back to me. We had this very peaceful, respectful alignment with money. And no wonder why as kids, we get all these gifts from people and their value, right? Money is value Mm -hmm. Um, until we start getting old enough to where our parents say, you have to work hard. You have to get a job. That's the only way to make money. You have to work multiple jobs. You have to go to college, like all these things. And then we start getting in this very like fearful, distant relationship with money, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel I feel like, you know, our relationship with money is taught, you know, like over time, we are taught to either have a good relationship with money or a not so good relationship with money. You know, I think a lot of times people miss that when it comes to money, money requires you to have a relationship with it. You know, if you feel like you're going to have to work hard to get it, you're going to repel money and it's going to be hard for you to get it. 
However, if you believe, have an underlying deep belief system that money is easy, money flows to you effortlessly and in great amounts, money will flow to you effortlessly in great amounts because there's power in the time. Whatever you are speaking is coming back to you. You know, if you are also telling yourself, I'm broke, that is your believability. And therefore, you're going to continue to attract brokenness, you know. But if you are telling yourself, I am wealthy, you're going to begin to attract wealth because it, the universe has no choice but to bringing those kind of richness to your life. Oh, my gosh. That hits <laughs> so hard. Um I used to tell myself I was broke all the time, even though I wasn't broke because I didn't want to spend money. Yep. <laughs> Were you that type of person too? Oh my goodness. I used to tell myself <laughs> all the time, like literally I used to even, I would tell my friends like, I know I'm broke. I would say it out loud. I'm broke. And I mean, like at, when I, when I, for my jobs, you know, I, I made over six figures, but I still said I was broke. So because I said I was broke, I felt broke. And because I felt broke, I began to attract brokenness. And what I mean by that is I was manifesting more bills. I was manifesting my car breaking down. I was manifesting all these things where I felt like I couldn't keep money. In addition to that, I had an issue where I would hoard money. So like, and, and I say hoard anything because I will hold on to money so tight that I wouldn't even spend it. Like the only thing I would probably spend it on was like food because I had to survive and bills because I had to survive. But other than that, I was always saving for a rainy day. And the thing is, when you save for a rainy day, you expect a rainy day to happen. So therefore, a rainy day happens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh so the I changed my mind. The moment I stopped saying I'm broke, I started to tell myself I am wealthy, I'm abundant, money flows to me effortlessly, freely, and in great amounts. I said it over and over every day. When I tell you, I started to believe it. I felt it. And that's exactly what happens now. You know, there, there has been moments when I first started saying this kind of things to me where um, even though I wasn't as financially where I was when I was working in 95, I felt the most abundant I've ever did. And that's the key when it comes to manifestation. You can say all the things you want to say, but if you don't feel it, if you don't feel it in your bones, you're not going to manifest it. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so powerful, everything you're saying, because that's everything you were saying in like the past tense of who you used to be was so like so relatable and like that energy we're just surrounded with all the time like I noticed that too as I've been getting more into like manifestation reframing my beliefs around it how everything just seemed to go wrong in my family like things would break the house would like like the, the toilet wouldn't work the sink needed to be repaired you know there was always something to be fixed you know my brother was always getting into car accidents like random things that needed to be fixed and money was a cost right yeah mm -hmm. and I love how you said that because it's true it's true that like when you start thinking you're broke and you live in this like fearful like space with money where you think you're broke you're going to attract things that constantly keep costing you money right, right. exactly oh my exactly. god and, and, you know, the opposite is also true. When I started to tell myself I'm abundant, when I started to tell myself money flows to me easily, effortlessly in great amounts, I kid you not, 
money started to flow. I started getting random checks. I started <laughs> to have all these refunds and, you know, people gave me, someone gave me $10,000 to start my Airbnb business. I knew him for three days, you know, and it's just mind blowing. You have to really um, dive into your limiting beliefs. You know, like, what are you limiting beliefs, you know? And also, one of my biggest things is stop saying you are blocked. Stop saying, you know, I feel like I'm blocked. There's a block around why I'm not attracting money. Because the thing is, maybe you're creating that block because you keep saying there's a block. So, therefore, there's a block. You know, if you stop saying there's a block, then the block will no longer be there. You'll probably be able to manifest faster, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I grew up agnostic. Like, I didn't really have the best upbringing around, you know, Christianity or religion in general. Like my dad was Christian. He's very religious, but my mom is like the complete opposite. Like I had to reframe my own beliefs around religion yeah. and, you know, getting into spirituality my own way was such a beautiful thing, but I think it came for me, it was more of like, I had to be open to it. What do you think keeps people in that mindset of, like refusing to believe in, in this technique of manifestation. Right. You know, like the, the thing is, I, I can't really force anyone to believe in this, right? Like, you know, I, I can only show through my actions. Yeah. I can, you know, pour from the cup that I know of, you know, like when I first started, there were a lot of people looking at me like I was crazy. There mm -hmm. were a lot of people saying, how are you going to leave a six figure job? to do manifestation. Like initially I left, didn't know what I was going to do. But then when I started telling people, like I learned the secret sauce <laughs> to life, it's manifestation. Essentially they're like, okay, you're crazy. Yeah. And now they're seeing all the things. They're like, okay, wow. What, what did you do? What, what are you doing? You yeah. know, so for me, it's, it's, it's more of my responsibility. My purpose is to help people, um, grow to help people expand to help people that feel stuck get unstuck and I don't feel like I need to convince or influence or anyone because my light shines so bright that it's hard to not see this manifestation stuff the thing is everything is a manifestation um <laughs> whether we like it or not everything whether it's good or not so good so, you know, there was a point where someone wanted a job, they got the job. They wanted a car, they got the car. They wanted a relationship, they got the relationship. They wanted an apartment or the house, they got the house. You know, everything is a manifestation. We're always manifesting. So my thing is, why not manifest intentionally and on purpose? Become very intentional with what you want, and then you would get exactly what you're looking for versus the chaos that's in, your, in life. Yeah. Wow. It's true. We're always creating our reality it's just the way that we feel about the things that we have right which right. is why they say it's always key to be grateful for where you are mm -hmm. in order to get to where you want to be exactly right? exactly know? so for you when you made that shift to be ready what did it take for you was it just being so sick of where you were or was there like a person that said something was it a quote was it a video like what got you to that point where you were like, I need to change my mindset. I need to change the way I see my life. Right. Um, so for me, my back was up against the wall, <laughs> you yeah. know, like 
I left my job. My my grandma passed away, which was like very hard. My aunt passed away, which was very hard. I refused to go back to a nine to five. I didn't. I had all these boundaries in my life, and I just had to surrender. I had to surrender to the process mm-hmm. and just trust that everything was going to work out. My saving grace was I know no matter what, I'm not going to become homeless. Like I knew no matter what, I'm not going to be on the streets homeless, and that's what kept me going because I knew. The least I am going to be protected, I'm going to be guided, and somehow, some way, I'm going to feed myself. And that little grain, that mustard seed of faith, <laughs> is what kept me going. How long has this journey been for you since, like, the beginning? So I started getting into manifestation and spirituality. Like, I learned about the chakra system and all of that back in, like, 2014, 2015. Um, but I really started to dive in almost immediately after my spiritual awakening, because things were just different. I saw the world different. It was like my Mm -hmm. eyes opened up, you know? So really started to dive into it in 2020. And now I combined all of my background in psychology to this manifestation stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The psychology behind it is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, I had always been into psychology myself. That was something I wanted to do in college. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you mentioned that. I actually went to college for like a semester and then I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just way too much, uh, way too much money is what I yeah. called it because I didn't have any help at the time. My dad was trying to help, but I didn't want to waste his money on something I didn't feel passionate about, Right. Um, and ever since then, I've just been, kind of been on this path by myself where I was discovering what I like to do. And I knew that was to create and write and inspire and just become the best version of myself. And like you said, help others expand their journeys, their growth, and to be able to fall in love with themselves authentically. Right. Um, but you're right. It's it's weird that we live in a world where people just kind of like tone you down or they look at you funny, they criticize, they judge. What are you going to do? They say like, no, like nobody cares about self-growth. Nobody cares about coaching. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And then when I hear when I hear comments like that, mm. I literally I just provide compassion, right? Because I feel like a lot of times we're walking projections. When someone is saying, what are you going to do? But what, what they're really saying is, I care about you and I know I can never do that myself. So I'm trying to help you <laughs> and let you know that you can't do it because they themselves feel like they can't do it themselves. Yeah. So I realize that when people are criticizing, when people are saying, you can't do this or don't do this or I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah, you're right. You wouldn't do that if you were me. But you and I are two different people. Mm-hmm. I know how I feel when I'm moving like this. I know what I can do. I know I can move mountains. And that is the believability. That is the faith that we need. I was talking about this with a friend the other day. It's like, you know, we're all trying to get to the top, right? Whatever the top looks like, everyone has their own definition of the top. Right. Um, But if they see you doing better, they see you thriving, they see you going after your dreams, they see you manifesting all this money and abundance, whatever that abundance may mean to you. Like you said, it's a multiple different meanings. Um, They see a a person that they know being abundant and that is either threatening to the person, right? Mm Because they're lacking that. They lack that confidence. They lack that feeling of 
attracting a life that they love. Everyone can accomplish their goals, but do you believe in you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you believe in you, then yes, your goals will be accomplished. But if you don't believe in you, no one else, no one else is. Mm. Yeah. Was there a, t- a point where like you kind of had to let go of some people that maybe you thought would never like leave, like somebody that you thought would be your best friend that would support you, even a family member or a relationship, anyone that you were outgrowing? Yeah, no, I definitely, I've lost friends. Um, also, there has been such a huge change with me, right? Like, you know, I went to eating certain foods and now I'm like almost vegan, you know? I yeah. Isn't that talk- crazy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talking about sage and having crystals and candles and all of that and you know like the way I speak is different giving love and compassion is different removing things that no longer serve me is different standing up for myself using my voice is different people weren't used to that people weren't used to that and it and it and it was different so for me I lost I lost a few friends I lost two best friends um and it was hard, you know, like no one's going to say it's easy, but at the same time, we, it just happens, you know, and we just have to, out, we have to just move through it. Yeah. Yeah. Process it, realize that I, a lot of times when things or people or situations are removed from your life, I like to look at it as the universe, God, benevolent ancestors, whatever you believe in is creating room and creating space for better to come. So when things are removed, better is going to come. And I had to like come to that hard reality and realize that I'm being very human right now and realizing that there's a huge spiritual part to us. You know, we're spiritual beings living a human experience and allowing spirit to find the right people that are more in line with us and stop holding on to people that aren't mm. yeah but it's hard it is hard <laughs> it's hard <laughs> it is so hard um i i definitely feel that on a different level you know i had lost so many friends in my life that i thought i would that would always be there for me and i still have some friends that are you know, genuinely intrigued by what I'm doing, but I feel like they're still kind of stuck. So I try to just like welcome everyone with like open arms. Like you said, the way you talk, the way you go about your life is so different now. And it's still like, it brings you that question. It's like, is the people in my life, like, can they handle me? Like, can they handle my energy? You know, um, cause there's a difference between protecting that energy that you so have that you're grateful to have. Right. Mm-hmm. And making sure to share it with the right people. Right, exactly. And here, here's the thing with that, right? Like, I, too, I wanted all my friends to do my moon rituals. I was like, all right, yeah. about the new moon stuff, y'all. And it's like, <laughs> I had to realize that is not for everyone. And I had to realize that I can't necessarily bring people to where I'm, like, at, right? Like, quote, unquote, at. Because everyone is where they need to be. And... It's like, you know, I see so much potential for people and I want to help them. And I really want them to like 
do better because I know that they can, but if they're not ready, it's like you could bring a horse to water, but you can't force them to drink. It's true. Like I can show you all the tools. I can show you all the techniques, but if you don't want it, so be it. There's a thousand different ways to skin a cat. And if this is not for you, it's not for you. I can't. I, I, I learned that in the beginning, I wanted to do it so bad. I wanted to help everyone so bad, but I, I, I don't have the energetic capacity to try to help everyone. Mm-hmm. I rather focus on those that are really wanting the help, that are ready, that are that are able and just know that everything and anything is possible, but they need that little oomph. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's so true, especially when you're in the beginning um, of coaching too, or just starting a business. It's like getting people to really engage with you and like understand your story and not just swipe left or scroll up, you know? Um, I think I'm still like overcoming that judgment because I'm starting to overcome that barrier, right? Because I think we all face that. We're all looking at the likes. We're all looking at the people that want, that we want to resonate with our energy, right? We want the whole world to come around. We want everyone to feel what we're feeling. Um, And it's just knowing that the right people are going to want to grow with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Period. You know, like the right people will come. You will manifest and attract the right people in your business. Just believe. Yeah. You know, just, I mean, and it's hard to say just believe because, you know, like, like you said, it's hard to like the, the cliche of working so hard and all that stuff. It's like, so I just have to believe. So what about the work that I need to do? What about doing all these posts and getting all these likes? What about like trying to stick to this certain kind of context? I know people will like it. And it's like, it doesn't matter what people will like. What do you like? Because when you start to do things that are not aligned to you, now you're pouring from a cup that's not yours. And that's not fair to you. That's not fair to your spirit. That's not fair to your energetic, your energetics. It's not. Yeah. There's a different energy when you post something and I learned this myself where it was like, you know, I had to just post something with good energy, knowing that I had complete faith that this was me and my authenticity and that the right people are going to resonate. And I had to stop checking my phone. I had to stop checking the likes. I had to stop looking at how many people were viewing my story because that would bring me discouragement knowing, oh, I only got 10 views or I only got two likes, like, you know, um, because that's when it started manifesting that somebody would reach out and they did. Yeah. And I was like, Oh (laughs) yeah. 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 I feel like when we get caught up in the stuff, right. Cause I'm I'm guilty of that too. You know, like there was a time where like check all the stories, see, scroll through who sees looking. And it's just like, that is, that is draining. However, when you just, like you said, let go when you just surrender that's what you did you essentially surrendered right you're like you know what it is what it is what happened yeah yeah because then you'll start like messing with the energy that you thought was so good to put out Mm -hmm. I've had days where I thought I made an amazing video on on TikTok and it didn't blow up the first week Mm -hmm. and I was like discouraged because I thought it was such a good video and I put so much of my heart into it And then when I finally got over my disappointment of not having like X amount of views, it blew up literally like two weeks later. (laughs) I was like, I was like, what? The universe is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. Being patient with yourself, being present, 
and standing in your beliefs that everything is going to work out the way you want. Right. I do. I did want to end with what are like the top three lessons that I know we've been talking all about lessons in general, and we've had such an authentic conversation, but if you could leave this with three of your most powerful lessons for maybe somebody, even just like your past self, somebody that was you, Mm -hmm. what would you tell them about where they could be or manifestation or wherever it is? Right. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I would say number one thing is trust. Mm-hmm. Trust that everything will work out. Know that everything will work out. The second thing is surrender. Surrender to the process. Stop trying to have so much control. We want to have so much control over things. And the more times we try to have control, the likelihood of it not, not going our way. And then the third is staying gratitude, mm. literally staying gratitude. Why? Because gratitude is one of the highest forms of frequencies next to love. You know, when you are grateful for what you already have, you begin to attract what you want. A lot of times people are focusing on the not so good. They're focusing on what they do not have. So they continue to attract what they do not have. When you focus on what you already have, that you're grateful for, you continue to attract more of that. That is the perfect, I just think, sweet sequence of, I think, manifestation or even just being remotely curious about becoming spiritual yourself. I don't truly think I would be where I am right now if I hadn't given spirituality a shot. Yeah. And I had some crazy beliefs around spirituality. You know, I didn't even know what it meant. It was just like a canvas to me at this point, right? Yep. And I think, you know, it's important for people to know that you have the ability to create your own story. Your story is a blank canvas, like when you were born. Yeah. You freely draw upon that as a kid because you have your own happiness before the rest of the world decides to tell you what you could be, what to do, how to be happy, how to make money how to be loved. Like literally it's so intoxicating that we have to crawl our way out of this mindset of this energy of other people. Cause that's essentially what molds us into who we are. And we get a choice, right? We get a choice to say, I don't want to be this person anymore. I don't yeah. want to fit in with this environment. I don't want to fit in with this future that doesn't align with who I am. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. We create our reality. Exactly. We do, you know, like, and I think that is a hard concept to grasp, right? Like, it, it's very hard to be like, "What do you mean I create my reality?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. If you believe it, it, hap- it will happen. I mean, like, in simple terms, yes, you have to do the work. You know, you have to uh, address the limiting beliefs. You have to do the shadow work. You have to address the trauma, the grief, like all the stuff. Mm-hmm. But once you clean out that you you are going to get what you want yeah i think the problem with so many people like myself was we were just always go 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 mm-hmm. always on the road always going and that was cuz i was running yeah. i was running from a past that was never satisfied satisfying to me i was never satisfied with where i was so i had to chase the next paycheck i had to chase the promotion i had to chase the next best relationship i had to chase 
all of this happiness to be grateful one day to say that I made it. Right. And a lot of us think like, oh, well, I can't like be this person I want to be without the money, without the best job, without the best relationship, without whatever it is on a physical reality so that they see proof. But all of the proof is literally within yourself. Exactly. Exactly. You just have to take inspired action to know that you can create your own reality. Right. There's so much proof out there with these people, with you, with with (laughs) other coaches on like the world has blown up with creators that are really coming on here to tell you like you can be exactly who you want to be and you don't have to fit in anymore. I love it. Oh, for those who are watching, um, Marsha does have a new course, right? On the blueprint yes. of manifestation, which is so mm-hmm. amazing. So I want you guys to give her a check out on the on her Instagram. I'll leave it in the uh, description below. Is there anything you want to mention about the course before? Thank you so much. And yeah. <laughs> my the course is all about manifestation all about limiting beliefs how to rewire the subconscious mind we didn't touch a lot a lot on that during this call but i talk a lot about how we write it how to rewire the subconscious mind because we Mm -hmm. operate based on the subconscious mind i also throw in different tools and strategies to help boost your energy so you can begin to attract and manifest a lot more we talk about i i lay it all out in this course literally all out. I also am offering one-to-ones right now. Um, I offer them seasonally. So right now I'm also um, taking one-to-ones. Awesome. Well, go feel free to give her some love because she is so amazing. I've never felt so inspired to, you know, work one-to-one with a coach that has just enlightened my mind more about manifestation so I'm just glad that I get to share this journey with you and bring you on the podcast today and we created some definite magic (laughs) thank you thank you thank you (laughs) that shall wrap up the episode this is why I bring everyone on the podcast so that they can feel inspired to take action with whatever aligns with them today In hopes that this episode gave you much-needed insight for your mindset around money, manifestation, starting your own self-growth journey, maybe even your entrepreneurial path, when it comes to career, relationships, money, spirituality, etc., that is the beauty of this podcast, is to inspire you to challenge your ego that wants to stick to the familiar routines. If your intuition decided to excite you throughout this episode today, I'd like to add to that excitement by stating that I have five open coaching slots for those who reach out by the end of July in 2022. I'd love to get to know you and transform your ideas into a reality crafted by ambition, enlightenment, and devoted courage. With the three pillars of the Made For More coaching program, we discover what's not working for you right now, what beliefs are keeping you stuck, while deconstructing the unserving mindsets and rewiring the subconscious of familiarity, which is where having a one-to-one coach comes in crucial handy so you don't retrace back to familiar patterns. You'll have consistent support, reassurance, and a reminder that your dreams can be louder than your fears and self-doubts. By the end of the program, we demonstrate the distinctive changes that you'll be facing head-on with yours truly, while embracing the ability to live in a reality that was once a fantasy, once an idea, once a maybe, 
to a definite yes, always a yes, and sticking to a life that you never thought was possible for you. If this sounds like something that you're craving, something that you need, we can start curating from the get-go what it is that you're seeking and fall in love with the process of self-growth. It does not have to be all a trial and error on your own anymore. It doesn't have to feel draining or pointless. It doesn't have to feel like nothing ever works out for you. It doesn't have to feel like a complete burden to do everything alone anymore. Reach out to me on Instagram at Burgundy Bell or click the link below to fill out the form below to schedule a free clarity call with yours today. You deserve to wake up to a life that you get to fall in love with. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for next week's episode.